0: By opening this. Chiku. Chiku. Welcome back to the Tribute Games Podcast. The Tribute Games Podcast is a podcast about Tribute Games, which is an independent game studio in Montreal. You're eavesdropping on us working Mm -hmm. and what we talk about when we're making games uh, every single day. This is how the 16 bit sausage is made, mostly. (laughs) Uh, You talk about this, which you, uh, there's me, Yannick Belzil. I am a writer for Tribute Games, and I'm also the social media manager. I'm Dom2D, I'm a game designer. Stefan Bute, artist. Extraordinaire.
1: <sighs> uh, Justin, uh, game design, art, all-time hack. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Andy, uh, programmer.
1: <laughs> and Jean-François Major, programmer as well. Mm. And boss. Boss.
0: Boss. Uh, so guys, uh, we usually start by uh, asking, like, guys, uh, what have you been playing this week? So, what have you been playing this
2: week? i just live that's
0: it. And it's life. Yeah, let's it's not talk good. about it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I've only been playing uh, being playing Zelda as well. It's yep. still great. And uh, you know what? I'll have my first thing to say about the game that's it's less than positive and its the smallest thing. Most characters don't have names, they're just like shop person. Yeah, that's right. Get them some names, Nintendo. It's not that hard. I'm I sure. do it all day long.
2: You should come up with names. Like, like I will a, like make a, a fanfic and like
0: <laughs> yeah it's a it, it's gonna be well it's gonna be the first fan spreadsheet ever that is just like with the character names in the game and their actual name next to it so uh, chicken girl is gonna be called Selena. <laughs> and that's the first one right. the rest stuff. is gonna cost you Nintendo deal with tribute games
2: <laughs> um, I don't know I, I tried a bunch of stuff but I, I don't think I'll talk about them it so he has, he has a hole yeah 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 I took this because I tend to forget. What I played? You're really so, trying to find a good game, right? Like, yeah, you, you seem to be on the hunt. for... It's it. not on that list. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're, they're okay. I tried the uh, Illtonius, A Tale of Petty Revenge, which is like a um, super uh, retro, uh, like Genesis-like uh, platformer, side scroller. Is that recent? Like I uh, heard of that one. I'm not sure, but it it it, it has. All that it takes to feel uh, retro, uh, Came even the, sorry, it's new, it's a new, year. yeah, uh, it has a like a space '60s space theme to it. I don't know, it's it's okay. The the they they really nail the retro feeling. Uh, controls are really uh, simple, maybe simplistic even at some point. But uh, I don't know, it feels alright. Soundtrack is really good. Yeah, I tried also uh, Ethan Meteor Hunter. Mm, that's not a good game. Is, uh, yeah, well, it's um, it's hard it's hard to uh, to forget the the really floaty and floaty controls. No, there, there's there's some good stuff. It's a it's a three D three D game, but all the gameplay is uh, is 2D. two D, two point five D. Yeah, two point five D. And uh, it um, it has some some. Interesting uh, mm-hmm. puzzles, block puzzles, with uh, with physics. I don't know, man. So it's 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 hard for me to get into a platformer where the first few puzzles are pushing blocks around. It's yeah, kinda, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I played like t- a thousand Flash games that did that. Did someone once say, like, you can judge how good a game is by how far into the game you see your first crate? Yeah, type the crate. Oh, well, that's a thing? Yeah, it <laughs> is <it> a <laughs> thing. <isn't. laughs> yeah. Well, this one is, uh, I don't know, like 0.5 seconds. Yeah, the first puzzle is <laughs> so just push a crate. Bit. You need to push a crate to jump higher. Oh man, that's, that's insane! Yeah, just bought Rogue Legacy. Yeah, which maybe you could talk about. Well, not I, I today. Just, uh, <laughs> no, all right. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, roguelike two uh, D platformer seems uh, seems pretty interesting. Maybe a bit flawed on the the shop mechanics. All the money system seems. Uh,
1: I don't know. I kind of enjoy that part. Like I'm. I'm not really into like the hardcore roguelikes and that one seems a bit more, uh, um, how do you say that? Like just forgiving since you're constantly like progressing, but you still.
2: Yeah. I, I just destroy. think the, 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 the prices for everything is too high. So you end up really quickly not being able to buy anything. Yeah. Like that's you, true. you, you, you do runs of uh, like 300 bucks and, and it costs. Three ten for anything, so you just end up like losing all that money. I don't know. Here's a trick: pick up ten dollar more. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't die. Don't uh, die. Best trick. And I also, I also bought a sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, I'm interested in that one. How's it? Child, childish. It, it's really super, super, super cute. So it's a. That, test- that's that's what got me. Like I just yeah. I just saw it and I was no, like, right, it's oh, fantastic. okay, go. So it's, but it's really simple. It's 2D, uh, turn-based, grid-based, sneaking. It's kind of puzzle. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) if it barely makes it in the puzzle category. I think (laughs) because it's so simple. It it becomes turn-based only when you uh, when you get spotted by an enemy. Okay. The 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 puzzles are really really really. uh, Did did you go far into it? No, absolutely. The first three maybe. Well, let's hope it gets harder later on. But it's super, super gorgeous. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, as for me, I've been playing uh, Fantasy Life. I've actually had the chance to play with uh, Dumb. Yep. Yeah, because uh, we're about the same point, and uh, we got to play local and okay. online. Both work flawlessly, mm-hmm. I'd say. And we, don't, we both don't have a life. <laughs> well, we <laughs> have <laughs> a fantasy life. Yes. That counts. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been fun. Uh, I'm kind of nearing... I think I'm starting to near the end, like... You know this, all the spots on the map are fill filled up, so like I think uh, by next week, I'll hope to have it finished and have a full sort of opinion of it. Well, that's the thing we we were gonna talk about that the other day you you always say you finish the game but yeah. you, you'll only have done three jobs out of twelve, right? yeah, basically, when your head is still finished. That's a really good question, actually, because I won't have explored everything of the game, oh. but, you know, have sampled enough to have made it, you know, A to Z to know what it's about. Because then you also pointed out five of the jobs are copies of each other. So, like, I don't think I have to play uh, the seamstress to know what the uh, smithing minigame is like, because they're both the same. The minigame is the same, but... The... Yeah, what you get out of it is different. No, the, the the collecting things is different. Like, oh, you, yeah. you're not going to go through the same cycles with cooking as you do with mining. That's true. Yeah, but it's pretty valid anyway. All the same. It's to say, like, uh, it's fun. It's nearing the end. Uh, Running into, like, random boss monsters I think is still the highlight for that. Mm -hmm. For me, anyway. Because, like, you'll just be walking and some epic thing is there and you have the chance to fight it or not. So you're looking for a challenge. Yes. I I mean, as much as it is fun to play this super relaxing game, I find it, like, a lot of games just becomes, like, about collecting things. Mm -hmm. And... It starts to drive me nuts. So when I run into something that gives me like a run for my money, and I start to deplete my stock of items, I'm always happy. So yeah, that's fun. So you're looking for Monster Hunter? Oh, I kind
0: of am. Because <laughs> the... until the next Monster Hunter, yeah. all you're looking for is that... Monster
2: Hunter proxies, yes, pretty over. much, or something that'll surprise me. You know, I just I kind of want to play something where it's not like. Uh, fill up your inventory of things, and mm-hmm. then by the time you're done, you're just like. <laughs> I don't see the problem. <laughs> uh, I don't, it gets into a deeper, uh, a, I guess, a sort of a deeper discussion, but, uh, yeah, it's fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's, it's great. Cool. It's, uh, can't wait to play with more people. Um, maybe with Carl, who's uh, missing an action once again, but, uh, <laughs> We miss you, Carl. But other than that, I also played um, uh, very quickly. Uh, Goody Bad Heroes. That's eight uh, bits. Fanatic latest game. They're the ones that made uh, was it Hawk Abrams Thousand and One Spikes. Okay. And uh, Temper of the Dead. Like it's. I guess it might even just be one guy. It's like from what I can tell, like a one man show, and he does these really really awesome retro style games. Like his sprite work, I think, is some of my favorite of all time. Like he really squeezes. All the information you can into a 16 by 16 sprite. Like, he's... Kind of a personal hero of mine, so I think he's totally underrated, and it's cool because he releases these games that sometimes get picked up by publishers, and then every year he releases like one or two free games. Like Goody Bad Heroes is free for now. Okay. So I don't know, maybe he does that so that like it gets interest, and then when he finds a publisher or something, he makes a more complete version. I think that's how Thousand and One Spikes work. Very looking forward to finishing that one as well. Seems that, like a- that game was my uh, was my Dark Oh yeah, because I, I I I got it. At the same time everybody was playing Dark Souls. Oh. And everybody was having fun with the with Dark Souls being super hardcore. Yeah. I didn't really enjoyed it that much, but uh yeah, Thousand and One Spikes was uh my equivalent, super hardcore, but Yeah. You know, in a two D kinda way. And that was cool too, because like I think we were both playing it roughly around the same time. I think you started a little bit later than me and I only kinda got halfway through and then You'd finish pretty much everything. You're it <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing when you uh, plow through. You really commit yourself. So that's what I've been up to, Andy. Okay, so uh, I guess over the weekend I was—I don't know—just like sitting down playing some like Mario Kart. I was doing like local multiplayer for the most part, but then uh, tried a little bit of online and found that to be super chaotic. It's like it's either. Like, really extreme, where there's, like, one person in the lead and everyone else is, like, banded together, or it's just, like, constantly all over the place, like, it's random who's going to be in first place. Yeah, when, when it was, like, the... Yeah, when there's like, one person in the lead and, like, everyone else is behind, it's, like, everyone is basically in the same spot together, so, like, you could go from, like, second place to, like, 12th or something in, like, no time, <laughs>
1: flat. Everyone's throwing their blue shells.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, blue shells and then like the ink on the camera. And, like, they had some really annoying effects that I was kind of glad they got rid of in like certain iterations. Like, Double Dash is probably my favorite Mario Kart game because you get tons of items, but on the other hand, it's not like. I don't know, there are only a few items that are really annoying, like lightning bolts and stuff. Yep. You only get them if you're in the extreme last place or something. New double dash. It seems like you get all these really annoying items that basically annoy everyone and you get them even when you're like in third or fourth.
0: Are you getting the D
2: L C today? Um, I'll think about it. I mean, it might be worth it just for yep. some new tracks. It's it's not that expensive mm-hmm. either. It's funny how the the videos today are all about Everybody's Link. playing with Link. Oh yeah, everyone's so just, playing with Link. just super Link cart, and nobody yeah. else.
0: Yeah, Link is sort of like the Nintendo's Batman. Like everyone oh, yeah. loves him, and he's the coolest. And no matter what, everyone wants to pick him and stuff like that. The yep. Master Cycle is cool, but is sort of a, it's weird that again. I think maybe we've talked about this before, but years ago like the fact that Nintendo has DLC now and does stuff like that that would that have never happened. but no no but it's weird that they did not do that sooner mm-hmm. looking at how popular it is or maybe be, because maybe people are that into it because it's the amount the first time that that's yeah.
2: happening it's not diluted yet so it's, it's yeah. still interesting i ha-
0: have to imagine that they they're going to do that for smart Brothers as well i mean it'd be yeah. nuts not to do
2: oh that. yeah i'm surprised they never did the did the zelda zelda card for real, seems like every every brand that gets popular or liked gets a gets mm. a cart version. I guess I guess they do a Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And he's not as half as cool. Yeah, as exactly. That. Like I, I'd really like to play a a Zelda team.
0: It's book. all horses with different shirts on them. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> that would be cool. Like a yeah. like a horse, horse racing yeah.
0: game. Well, with tiny ponies and stuff like that? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm not, I'm not
1: sold on that
0: <laughs> Again, talk to us nintendo like we're, we're, we're up for it what about you jeff what have you been playing um,
1: destiny yeah destiny <laughs> still on destiny i just started uh, i tried like my first raid and it's really really fun your first what trade or raid raid, raid. 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 oh okay sorry so it's like a six-man um dungeon and so exciting really fun
2: Nice. Did you play with, uh, with John?
1: Yeah, yeah, I played the other night, but he's super low level, so <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> oh, shit, i just dragging him. I just got someone uh,
0: calling you out there, John. <laughs> <laughs> There's a power imbalance in the company now because of Destiny. Well, the,
2: the, it's going to be fixed soon because we just set up two TVs in in, in the living room.
1: In yeah, the that's the plan. I'm supposed to like drag him all over the place just so he reaches my level and yeah. then it's try to work together. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So, you can
2: play co, uh, cooperatively and competitively as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's like, uh, versus mode and co-op mode. So,
2: like, you just want to bring them up to your level and then crush them? It's like <laughs> you're just playing
1: with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: come on. Come on. Come on. The
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, blade dancer? Yeah, yeah. You're going to blade dance them? Yep. <laughs> and um, we decided that, like next time, we decide who's president or vice president. We're gonna look at our kill that ratio for for destiny, and that's what's gonna decide who's the boss.
0: Yeah. I feel that's fair. fair. Yeah. yeah, I feel that's fair. It's it's proper merit. We're gonna go to uh, uh, listener questions because we got I asked for some questions on the on Twitter, yeah. and I I have gotten them, so uh, I am asking them to you now. Do share. Just to pale asks. I guess that's an engine question. Is that uh, collision boxes and base points? What's the most efficient way to add those to a character sprite? (laughs) <laughs> i am not That's sure what i just technical. i'm not sure what i just asked because i'm a programming idiot but okay, talking like, like urban collision
1: boxes and base points
0: yeah and base points like anchor points i guess
1: yeah uh i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. okay <laughs> i mean like he probably he's probably asking like maybe what tool <laughs>
2: it, what tool to use or is it more <laughs> no, but it, yes. like
1: we're using collision boxes and we usually get by with just collision boxes i don't know um like, we don't use, Extra. we don't use, use spheres or, like, positions to detect collisions, and it usually, usually we're able to fake just about everything pretty accurately, so, yeah. I guess, I hope that answers the <laughs> question. <laughs> That'll have
0: to do, just to pale. Ashkins at Omodandri asks, to open a real can of worms, what's your opinion about uh, video games as an art form, and have you explored that in your games? Um, My own answer to that is, are video games art form? Yes. It's art form doesn't mean that everything about it is good. I mean, movies are an art form. There are tons of shitty movies (laughs) and there's tons of great movies. And that's pretty much it, right?
2: Absolutely. I personally think it's the best art form. Yeah. Because it includes everything. everything. Yeah. You can have, uh, you can have a movie, you can have Interaction with the character, visuals. Music. You can have, yeah, you can have music. You can have just uh, like we do, like with the promotional art. You can have uh, comic books or just writing. Yeah, so everything. Like it, it, incorporates everything. So I, I really think it's like the ultimate art form.
1: <laughs> I
0: feel like movies are just playthroughs of cutscenes, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they, uh, so,
2: people make that out of. Like really intense video games, they just yeah. stitch up all the cutscenes They're so you good can good. follow the story. So I mean,
1: I think the, sh- the question should be reversed: like, is art video, game <laughs> game- is <our>
0: video <laughs> games? Art video games? <laughs> well, only a small part of it, only the video game part of it is yeah. art.
2: It's also, you gotta remember that it's not a competition. Like, because video games are art, something else is not gonna lose its status as art. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> we should uh, we should revoke. I uh, think theater
0: is uh, on its way out. Yeah. It's on its way out. <laughs> Maybe
2: circus. Circus yeah, is definitely kill, on its way Kill Circus. Yeah, we'll make a video game about Circus. The
0: only, psycho, only Circus I'm interested in is Kiss's Psycho Circus. Mm. Sure. Their no. mid-90s sur- album. Circus trauma. What about
2: the Ritness Beers uh,
0: Circus? I'm uh, done with that, yes. Huh? What about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Insane Clown Posse? Well, that's the Dark Carnival, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're not going <laughs> to mix our carnivals with Circus. Yes. Um, uh, Steve McRady at Aeronite1 asks, uh, uh, Video game novelizations read any?
2: Uh... I don't know one time we were on a plane uh coming back from E3 and I guess this the guy was doing like the novelizations of the Halo franchise. You were like sitting next to a dude yeah. who was writing those? Yeah yeah yeah. But we didn't know and he was like so uh, what do you do? Uh, I make games. Guess what I do. Uh don't care (laughs) 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 i'm I'm, I'm actually that kind of person on a plane i don't want to talk to strangers um but then he was like kind of like egging us on and it's like well i happen to write for the halo franchise and it was like Still don't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, my God. Uh, no, it's not this. And it's not to diminish what he does or the novels themselves. It's just... You diminish know, your social skills more than It's, <laughs> it's really more uh, like a statement on me and how much of a curmudgeon I am. Yep, um, pretty much. So like novels based on off? video games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. yeah. Like the perfect dark novels.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I had a friend who <laughs> a friend who lent me the Magic the Gathering novels. Yes, oh, and he was like, "No, they're really good." And I read like two pages, and I just could not do it. <laughs> it was just not. Would, would they were com- trying to reference the comics. Cards and was bad.
0: Comics about video games count? Well, uh, I, I well the graphic novelization. So I, I would hope so. Because the
2: because all the the, the old uh, Link. Like Zelda, the, the ones from or, Nintendo Power yeah, are Captain really cool. and,
0: Yeah, they're pretty uh, amazing. You mm. had the uh, Worlds of Power Ninja Gate, and. Yes, yeah. I have not read all of it, but it's <laughs> riveting. It's really good. It talks about a lot of the. It seems a lot of like a, a normal ninja adventure. Not as much Ninja Gaiden, but at the ends of each chapter, get a, a tip for the game, for, right. for the NES. So I that's pretty cool.
2: We skipped to like any page at random and just read a paragraph, and it was all gold.
0: Yeah, it was all good. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's better than most real quote-unquote literature, <laughs> I feel. It's really great.
2: Um, Metal Gear Solid comics were pretty good. Uh I don't remember the name of the artist, but it was it was Ashley Wood. Ashley Wood, yeah. Just the art was great. I mean the story's just as nonsensical as the games, but the, the art is really good. Metal Gear. But the 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 King Comic was really The Mercenary awesome. King's yeah. Comic,
0: that you can find at the uh, MercenaryKing.com, <laughs> is great. It is written by myself and drawn by uh, by Anaïs, and she is great as well. Oh yes, uh, it's wonderful. Go read it. If you've read it before, read it twice. Thierry Falardot at <laughs> capitaine 87 <laughs> asks uh, asks us like uh, Mercenary Kings for Vita. Is that ever? Am I waiting for nothing about it? Why is it not out? Thierry is curious about it, uh, can. Uh, is there an explanation we can give people?
1: Yeah, I don't think he's alone. Um, we get that pretty much daily. <laughs> um, I think we're kind of stuck on a technical side, and hopefully, we'll yeah we'll figure out like a way to, to get around our issues in the coming month, and we'll be able to announce something. Probably early uh, next year or something. Cool. So I don't think it's it will be announced like this year. I don't think it will come this year. Probably sometime the next year.
0: Do you have any uh, details you can share about the technical issue, or is it that that or will it be too much far over everyone's? Can heads? you give us
1: the first letter? Uh, C. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, following letters are just uh, running C sharp code on Vita is just a big pain in the butt right now so that's kind of where we're people
2: at. are on it like not, not necessarily here but people are trying to figure that out yeah, yeah. So
1: we're yeah we're kind of have a solution soon. Cool.
0: and uh, we have someone called 3000 at swift mover ask us like what it's like releasing a game as an indie like how stressful is it and who do you contact for coverage and uh Uh, the one interesting question is what metrics do you observe so I guess like uh, at what uh, metric when do we feel that the the game is a success or it's selling enough is it hitting is it sales for the first month is it constant sales for the first six months or stuff like that like what is the 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 better metric for that you think you're doing well
1: Um, that's a really good question I I think the obvious answer would be when you make your money back and if you're able to do it in a timely manner that's when you can buy stuff again yeah
2: (laughs) when you can make another game
1: yeah yeah it's like like
2: drowning slowly so (laughs) (laughs) every time you get a sale it's like a breath of air yeah someone yeah when you stop
1: eating ramen noodles that's that's when it's really doing well but um Seriously, um, yeah. It really depends on like each game. Like Wizard sold pretty well. Yeah, it was such a cheap game that it, it was hard to really consider it a, a financial success. But on another facet, like it, it really helped us get um like tribute games on the map and all that stuff. So yeah. it was in our in my mind, it, it was a real success, but just not a huge financial success. Well some construction.
0: Yeah, we're having construction noises next door. So, sorry for the interruptions for all that stuff happening. Also, we're asked, like, who do you contact for coverage? But I guess in our case, because the company, most people in the company had their sort of reputation because uh, on the back of Scott Pilgrim, a lot of people came to us and were curious about the company first, right? Uh, not so much. No? Uh, actually, oh, okay. a yeah. A hustle. <laughs> well, it,
1: yeah, it definitely helped. Yeah. Uh, have our name, um, behind the Scott Pilgrim game. But uh, in the end, we, like, during the wizard time, like, we actually contacted every single, like, oh, yeah. site and tried to get the word out that a wizard was coming out. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, really painful, um,
2: Oh, well, well, it was, it was a hustle. We really yeah. had to pound the pavement and just, like, email people i guess was, the harder thing was to try and make it
1: sound personal instead of like dear well it was personal like we no, really it, took the time to yeah email it, each publication and like try to yeah yeah and that's the thing you want to make it sound more than you know, like dear you know
0: media reviewer. outlet
2: b <laughs> mr ign right exactly so and you know we knew some people but you know yeah. even them it's hard to reach sometimes so how much yeah. w- How much would you say the events like PAX and everything help with those things? Um, get, the, get the media to be interested? 50%. In
1: 50%. <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of fell at PAX. Like, we don't, no, but <laughs> for, like, media attention, like, we don't schedule anything. What? You should schedule stuff next. Yeah, time, we, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, for that. Yeah. But like, we, we get tons of foot traffic, and we get like yeah, media that drops by and wants to look at our games and interviews and all that stuff. But oh, you mean like setting we, up like formal? Yeah, travel. we should definitely do that because yep. I think we're missing the point. I guess yeah, <laughs> it's pretty helpful for them
2: to be scheduled. Like, yeah. it can be easier for them to cover so we'll your games properly. Cast the
1: net out right now. To yeah, people. that's pretty much how it works. Come meet us at PAX. Yeah, next yeah schedule your PAX uh, <laughs> meetings right now. Yeah, we all have
0: good games. Yeah. <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> calling dibs right now. Call dibs right now. We're, we'll have a handshake and a smile for you and we'll tell you all about our next game. That's how you contact people.
1: We had sweet goodies last time, so this time I think we'll try to win. They'll ourselves.
0: be even sweeter next yeah. time. Esteban Negrete at Onideca. Uh, Ask us, will you guys be at the PSX in December? I don't think that we will. What is that? Yeah, we
1: weren't invited, unfortunately. Ah,
0: well, there you go. What's Uh, PSX?
1: I don't know. Uh, They're doing an event in December where they showcase uh, a bunch of games that are coming to PlayStation. Oh,
2: okay. -hmm. Oh, yeah, the PlayStation Experience.
1: Yeah, exactly. I know there's uh, Y2K from Axe Studio that's supposed to be there.
0: Cool. And also ask us, what, the, the, what do you find the most rewarding aspects of, uh, developing a game? Which I guess it's when it comes out. <laughs> it, it, it's probably that, right? If it, it's when it finally get done and it goes out into the world and just that seems like a, a small victory, even if people, just before people getting their hands onto it and enjoying it, just the fact that it's actually made and it gets out yeah. of the shop. Like you finished yeah. something. Yeah, that, that feels like a great accomplishment on its own. And
1: yeah. then you get your first bad comment to bring and you back. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Uh.
2: Personally, it's when a 12-year-old
1: feedbacks <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Tell so me my, my, my life's work ain't worth shit. No, yeah. That's yeah. my greatest reward.
0: Yeah, if, yeah. If. It, it is the greatest reward when some <laughs> bunch of Taveman, like oh, right that you on the internet, hey, furry, like furry drawing. This is dumb because it's sprites and it's on my PS4. I hate it. And, like, well, you know.
1: Okay, next podcast, we need to bring out that Excel sheet where we listed some of the <laughs> worst best comments. comments? That'd be good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we <laughs> should definitely do that, read that stuff. Also, we had. Um...
2: I have an answer to that question. Yeah, please do. It's the everyday. Uh, co-working cool okay, kind of, with you, you guys. Ah,
0: oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah.
2: yeah. oh, up.
0: <laughs> it's the journey, not the destination that's important. You're fired. Rehired. Mm-hmm. Raise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a question about Kickstarter, but I from Mike Orwitz, but we'll keep that one for next week. Mike! Hello, Mike. What's up, Mike? We'll keep that one for next week, so we can go in... That could be its own episode, so we can go into it more further, and we'll talk about it with... Uh, Joe, who's also like the the co-founder and co run of the company, but maybe not anymore depending on the destinystin's uh, kill
1: that ratio. yeah yeah, I
0: yeah, kill that ratio. <laughs> so that we can talk more in depth about the uh, and do a Kickstarter postmortem. so that'll be uh, what's gonna happen next week. And uh, with that note, I think we'll uh, close this episode right now. It's a short and sweet episode. Also, because I'm afraid there's going to be more noise next door, and it's going to be unlistenable. Guys, where can we find your work on the internet this week?
2: Uh, Dumb2D on Twitter for random doodles.
0: And wisdom as well. Wiz- and wisdom. 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 Your own wisdom. Wisdom2D. Ah. Wisdom <laughs> <2D. laughs> That's almost fun. No. no. <laughs> oh, it's Jesus. okay. Listen to... I I'll,
2: I'll, I'll have a big plan. Yeah. I'll probably make a Tumblr... During, what? during the Holy holidays, the <laughs> uh, uh, yeah the um, the art book for Markings will be out by then, yes. so I'll be able to post a ton of new shit. Yes. So yeah. So I'm I'm not present on the internet. Not right now. Yeah, no new stuff until after Christmas, and then probably a there's gonna internet. be an avalanche. <sighs> yeah. yeah. You know what? I was at
1: an event the other night, and someone. Told me, a li- Oh, yeah, you're an artist that's not on Twitter or whatever he's <laughs> oh, on, the, yep. the internet. That's me. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> legendary. Uh, Justin underscore Sear, C-Y-R. C-Y-R. Eggboy color. JF Major with a zero. Oh,
0: uh, free JF Major. Free original JF Major.
2: I, I hope the JF Major is actually listening to this podcast and he's proud of himself for, like... <laughs> he's re-enjoying really it. Yeah. Well,
0: he would get something out of squatting on that name, that ruffian... Actually, uh, it was me all this time. Oh <laughs> my God! Twist. <laughs> <There's> so many. <laughs> you can find me at Yannick Belzil on Twitter. In this seat right now, being befuddled by what I just uh. learned. <laughs> In the meantime, you can follow the company uh, Tribute Games Attribute Tribute Games. You can write us other questions or uh, any uh, any questions you have about this podcast or our company at info at tributegames.com. And uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, buy our games, the Mercenary Games and uh, Wizard that are available on our multiple platforms. Give us five stars on iTunes and subscribe so this uh, podcast may rise and overtake the video game charts on iTunes Canada and other places in the world.
2: And have a wonderful day.
0: Yes, please have a wonderful day. This comes on our Friday. Have a wonderful Friday and a wonderful weekend or a wonderful week if you're listening at another time of the week.